हेलो पीपल गुड मॉर्निंग नमस्कार आई एम रशीद कपन वेलकमिंग यू बैक टू डी एच रेडियो सिक्स थाउजेंड थ्री हंड्रेड बसेस फॉर अ सिटी विद अ पॉपुलेशन ऑफ वन पॉइंट फाइव क्रोर इज जस्ट नॉट द वे टू पुश पीपल टू स्विच फ्रॉम देयर पर्सनल कार्स एंड मोटरसाइकिल्स टू पब्लिक ट्रांसपोर्ट सो वॉट इज अ वे आउट टू डिस्कस दिस वी हैव विद टूडे शाहीन शाहसा एन एक्टिव कैंपेनर फॉर एन अफोर्डेबल एक्सेसिबल बस सिस्टम under the platform the bengaluru bus prayanikara vedike listen in hi shine welcome to ds radio bangalore roads has been extremely congested and we see public transport as a solution to reduce uh, private personal vehicles but there seems to be a perception and it's also visible on the roads that these uh, public transport especially bmtc buses are grossly inadequate to meet the you know demands of a population of about 1.5 crore people So, can you give an estimate of what's happening on the? What are the numbers? So, at least a decade or more, BMTC has not actually added to its total fleet. We have around six thousand to six thousand five hundred. Is the you know the number keeps varying in depending on you know how many buses they are procuring and how many are getting uh, scrapped. But it, this is the range that you know BMTC has been operating with since the uh, last uh, probably couple of decades. Now, like you said, you know the population is one point three to one point five crores again, depending on you know people coming in and moving out of the city. And for this kind of a population, I mean, we are looking at you know six thousand buses is like you said grossly inadequate. If we look at the vehicle population of Bangalore, for instance, you know we are touching almost uh, one crore. The number of vehicles getting registered in Bangalore that alone is touching one crore, and we have one and a half crore people. So you know you can see that explosion. And for that kind of growth in private vehicles, when you compare it with the growth in public transport, it's almost nil. so that's the situation we have been in even when the city has been exploding with people and vehicles the buses haven't grown so there are no fixed estimates but for 1 lakh population 1400 buses is the uh, rough numbers and this can be like you know 1200 also it can even be 1000 so it's not a fixed number so when we go by that kind of a calculation actually bangalore needs anywhere between 12000 to 14000 or 15000 buses from bangalore bus pranikara vedike we have been advocating for more buses probably since 2016 2017 we have been pushing like you know we even had campaigns like you know double the fleet and half the fare so since then we have been really advocating for an aggressive increase in the number of buses but we have not really seen a significant uh, shift in this a couple of government budgets have uh, approved funding for 1000 buses 1500 buses etc 3000 buses we have heard all these numbers but we have not seen that kind of numbers coming in even recently in conversations with the various managing directors that have been changing we have brought up this issue and again there is a commitment to increase there is a commitment to increase buses uh, across the board so that is not something that we have to fight for but to actually get it on the ground it's still a challenge you know in these many years while there's an acceptance that we need more buses we, we see more people talking about it even experts are saying others are saying everyone is saying that we we need more buses but actually getting those number of buses on the road is still remaining a challenge now people especially the car owners and bike owners yeah. will argue that yeah. more buses will create more congestion yeah. uh, what is your response yeah, to this you know every day 1500 to 2000 new vehicles are getting registered in the city because it just happens without anyone uh, advocating for it or talking for it we are every day adding 2000 more vehicles to the city but we don't question where is the space for that so you know when you compare with that we are saying you know another 6000 uh, buses on the road um, it's it's negligible when you compare of course buses are much bigger vehicle uh, but the idea of using public transport is also it's a much more efficient and equitable system so 
you know how much road space do you create in the city right if, if everybody has their own vehicles like i said you know 1 1 crore almost the private vehicle population or the number of vehicles in the city is almost reaching 1 crore can be really uh, have that is the growth that we should be worried about not so much you know the 6000 more buses that we are asking for and we really have to reduce the number of vehicles on the road people can buy vehicles there's no problem but you know can you take it on the road that is where the question really is so how many private vehicles can we allow on the road and uh, you know how much more road space can we create to accommodate them so the only solution is to uh, shift into a more uh, efficient mode and that is public transport because it carries more people for the same given road space so therefore you know it is actually beneficial that we have more buses and fewer private vehicles so that is how we are looking at it you know more buses are not what is adding to the congestion it's the lacks of private vehicles which is causing the congestion so 6000 more buses is not going to congest the city we have initiatives like uh, the bus priority lane yeah. but it is limited to a few roads yeah. what is the latency i can afford when i'm traveling by bus i mean i can't have it ranging from you know anywhere between 1 to 2 hours it will take me to travel that kind of latency is not acceptable it's like you know 15 20 minutes here or there i may get uh, delayed or you know reach early that kind of latency i can deal with but if it is you know this wider latency then that's not possible so that's one big issue for many people and a lot of it is also actually perception i would say that you know that it takes much longer by bus than in, than through other modes it's a little more of a convenience factor also so if i travel from uh, say marathali to majestic or shivaji nagar again depending on you know peak hours or non peak hours it will take me anywhere between 1 to 1 and a half hours if i travel by private vehicles maybe i'll say 15 20 minutes more that is also the difference that people are seeing when they're traveling by private modes but the advantage with buses that like you said you know if we can put those lanes bus can actually move a lot faster and it can become faster than private modes of transport also so if you can put in bus lanes it it really will improve the reliability of bus transport both in terms of waiting time and in terms of travel time of course reducing is important but along with reducing predictability is also equally important i need to know how at what time it will take for me to reach uh, my destination if i don't have that sense then i i'll hesitate to use the bus increasing the buses will help us uh, increase the frequency then the other issue is also the last mile access uh, i mean i have in marathali i have very good connectivity so if i just you know step out of my apartment complex and walk like you know for a few minutes i'll get to the bus stop and i have high frequency connectivity from there but that's not the case with all areas of bangalore so at least the arterial roads the high the high density corridors let's say we have every 5 minutes or so if we can guarantee that there'll be a bus that will increase the confidence in using the bus because i know irrespective of the time more not more than 5 to 8 minutes I have to wait to get the next bus and this i'm saying on the main roads on the interior roads again you know we have to see what kind of frequency is required depending on the traffic flow in that area if i can be sure that every 30 minutes there is a service connecting to the main road i'll plan my travel accordingly or oh, 30 minutes or 20 minutes again i'm saying depending on the uh, volume of traffic in that area so this kind of an assessment needs to be done done so we have to really understand how traffic is flowing and accordingly provide adequate frequency of services and this includes last mile so let's say you know i walk to my nearest bus stop it's within the 500 meters distance from there i know that you know at a at a predictable frequency i get uh, buses to the main road then on the main road every 5 minutes let's say i have buses to you know different destinations I, i might have to change buses but the change is also not so much of a problem as long as that change is convenient and it's not a major hassle like you know if i have to interchange at let's say um, i'm going from marathali to indranagar i'll have to get down at domlor and then my connecting bus see that whole place is a mess you know how do i walk from there to let's say 100 feet road and take my next bus to let's say three four stops down the line uh, when i'm crossing a you know perpendicular road and coming on to another uh, road that convenient so walking has to also be there and it has to be safe 
DMTC has been sitting on this intelligent transport system for many years now. How will that help? Now, intelligent transport system, I mean, it actually has many parts to it. So, um, the travel data is one thing. And then, you know, people also refer to the information system also as part of intelligent transport system. Ticketing system is also sometimes, uh, you know, uh, considered as part of the intelligent transport system. So, um, of course, BMTC needs uh, solutions at all these levels. One is to sort of, you know, be aware of its own data buses, where they are at any different point of time. If anything is breaking down, are they, are they running on time? What kind of disruptions are happening to the service? All this data being available, which we believe for a lot of the buses, if they have the GPS and all that, and there is a control center in BMTC, which is gathering this data. Intelligent transport system would include multiple things. One is uh, BMTC's own uh, data about where its services are at different points of time for them to be able to see if things are working accordingly and also to give people information, right? I mean, commuters, the information uh, required for them to uh, plan their travel. Even the ticketing and everything is, it's all linked because they can also look at how many people are traveling on a route at a given point of time, etc. So, intelligent transport means all of these. Uh, but if we are looking only at the commuter uh, information system, ideally at all the bus stops, we should be able to see whatever routes are on that bus stop, when is the next bus coming. And for that, they need to have their own data in place. So, it's just a sad thing that, you know, in a city like Bangalore, which is considered to be the tech capital of India, we don't have uh, such a solution available for public transport. But uh, if something like that can come, it really eases the life of commuters a lot. Although I would like to say that, you know, in a, for a regular commuter, they know their daily travel route and how it is functioning. So it's only the new users who, who this system will help and the occasional users, you know, people who are uh, coming to the city newly or uh, those who use public transport only occasionally, they are the ones who will struggle. Those who are using every day to go to the same location, they already know the frequencies. Another uh, big issue is last mile connectivity. Yeah. Many of these bus stops are also not very synced to the entire thing where yeah. other options can come and park and then yeah. they can get into it. Yeah. So, so last mile connectivity, it's it's a big issue, especially for, you know, areas which are more like, you know, inside uh, or further from the main roads. So like, say, for instance, you know, LB Shastri Nagar, the road inside to LB Shastri Nagar is a narrower road. So BMTC does not run, it can't take big buses. Earlier, BMTC used to have these Suraj Mazdas which used to run. So then such buses used to go into those kind of areas. But it's like 2-3 kilometer distance. So if you don't have adequate service in those areas, then people will hesitate to use the bus. They have to travel, uh, like, you know, take an auto or something or walk 3 kilometers to get to the bus stop. Or another area is like, you know, this Kudlu, Kasimanali, Jail Road in near that Sarjapur area. Again, a lot of apartments and all have come up in that area now. A lot of new development is happening there. But bus frequency on that road is very low. Buses can go there. But the bus frequency is very low. So then again, um, coming to main road, people use share autos. Uh, these are all unregulated mechanisms, right? So uh, they'll keep waiting for uh, five people. Uh, and then again, safety is also concerned when you run the share auto like that. You know, there'll be uh, the auto driver is there and on either side, people will sit and on the back, you know, three people will sit. So that's like, you know, one trip, five people. And they will, depending on the distance, they'll charge 10 rupees or 20 rupees or whatever. And it's convenient for people because there's no other alternative, but it's still expensive. Like, you know, you're, let's say from inside, you're coming to the main road, you have to pay 20 rupees just for that. So a lot of people cannot afford that. So that, so if we can look at, you know, some kind of tiered services at different levels and with uh, clear frequencies, again, depending on the area, you know, the, like I said, the Kasanwali road, it's a matter of, you know, increasing the frequency and probably, you know, smaller buses or something like that, because that, some of those parts are still narrow. In some other areas, it may be that, you know, we may have to have different kinds of solutions. So last mile is we have to really look at area-wise and look at what kind of solutions can work. An integrated uh, sort of a solution has to emerge where bus is like the backbone. 
and you have to find ways in which you can bring people to the buses also some of it can be done through buses itself different sizes and you know but uh, some of it may have to be like bicycle um, services or shared autos and all of that but again all of this has to be regulated to some extent because you know affordability is again a main concern i was yeah. coming to that yeah. because your bus prayanikra vedike that bus travelers yeah. forum yeah. has been active for many years to push yeah. the affordability yeah. of these buses yeah. convenience is one thing yeah. but can you throw a little more light on yeah, yeah so see affordability like bangalore like we keep saying you know bangalore is the most expensive uh, public transport in the country most other cities uh, their public transport fares are cheaper than bangalore and and recently you know we've heard of the reforms that are happening in other cities bombay for instance slashed the uh, bus fares in 2019 and now they have just four slabs i think anything about 20 kilometers is 20 rupees Uh, so 0 to 5 kilometers 5 rupees 5 to 10 kilometers 10 rupees 10 to 15 kilometers 15 rupees and anything beyond uh, is 20 rupees delhi punjab and tamil nadu has made travel free for women across the state it's not just one city different people are looking at it differently and you know sort of you know dealing with the affordability question in different ways even in karnataka of course to you know we have the garment workers passes that have been done and construction workers passes that have been done but these have been like you know small scale efforts and student passes are there senior citizen discounts etc there but it is not adequate you know uh, so we really need some kind of a significant reform in terms of our uh, addressing our affordability we are also actually uh, advocating strongly for uh, making travel free for women the the question of free travel for women it's not just the economic benefits and not just to the women travel is free for women it's it's saving the family's expenses on travel also significantly like you know almost like having the family expenses it is making travel easier for women also because there is no expense barrier to travel so you can more freely travel you can go farther because there is no cost to travel so your access to opportunities whether it is jobs or you know education or health even access a better facility at a further distance so making travel free has a lot of benefits beyond just mobility and then you, you can more freely participate in social life in public life so there's a big case to be made for actually making travel free for women but of course that alone doesn't you know address the affordability issue various classes of people face different challenges with affordability so for instance you know what is the average income in bangalore if you look at a garment worker or a, or let's say a security guard at a, a office or 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 let's say a shopping assistant in a in a shopping mall etc the salaries they are getting are not high now bmtc monthly uh, pass is like 1050 rupees how many people can spend 1000 rupees every month on travel and when you look at family expense it's like you know two people plus children and all of that together that expense keeps adding up so what percentage of uh, your uh, income should you reasonably be required to spend on travel which also something that we have to think seriously about if someone is getting 9000 10000 rupees a month 1000 rupees of it is going out of it for travel then there is rent there is uh, food there is uh, uh, any other uh, you know if if your children their education so many expenses are there so when when you look at it from all of those points of view affordability is still a big concern for bangalore so either you know drastically reducing the fares or you know making it free for women we need to really some drastic efforts to be made and last mile again like you know when you don't have affordable last mile connectivity all that adds to your travel expense so it's not just your 1050 rupee monthly pass but it's also those 20 rupees you have to spend to uh, in the auto to get to the bus stop or you know some other mode to get to the bus stop and twice that expense every day right because you're coming and then going back also therefore affordability is a is a huge concern and all of this actually requires government to put in money bmtc on its own cannot give us all of this so if we want a decent public transport system affordable system for everyone in the city we really need government putting in money regularly into the running of the service Okay thanks a lot for uh, Shaheen for coming in and giving your inputs thank you thank you
And that's all we have for you today. To keep you updated on all things news and views, head straight to deckenheral.com. Thank you.